welcome to Yeah But Still. Joining us for the first time in person, Andrew Callahan, a.k.a. FKA. FKA. The frequently formerly known, known as. Yeah. Formerly known as. Formerly known as All Gas, as no, All breaks. Gas no Breaks. Not anymore, though. Now, Channel 5 That's News. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. I mean, dude, a lot has transpired since we last had you on. I know. It's gone down. And uh, really <laughs> well, gone down in uh, cycles. You know what I mean. I think you're going yeah. up. Yeah, this going shit down. went down. You're going up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you made it out. You made it out the mud. Well, I've been working on the movie for like the past seven months. That's what's happening behind the scenes. Now? Yeah, the movie's almost done. The Tim and Eric movie. It's unannounced. And I mean, you know. Oh yeah, get close. Just on the fucking mic. yeah. The movie's almost done, which is crazy. Oh, amazing. So it's like, well, everyone, everyone's like, damn, it's so sad. You lost all gas, no brakes. Like, what's it like to be a loser with no fans anymore? Do people say that? No, shit? but they're just like, everyone's like, I'm sorry, bro. And I'm like, fuck, I have this like sick ass movie in the works that I yeah. can't talk about. So right. it's like, you're not really sorry. You think you're sorry. Are you allowed to talk about it here? Right for now? sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There's this just like is... some other partners on the movie that I have to keep on the low. Yeah. But those are those Jeffrey Epstein. Abso- yeah. Abso- <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> yeah. and Les Wexner uh, paying for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and George Soros. Okay. Yeah, Beautiful. so... Well, they so the the who was it? What's the what's the old company doing things? Motherfucking media, <laughs> yeah. Well, and they they have <laughs> kept they they've kept the the IP. They kept the all gas no breaks. Well, the name. saga it was a huge fucking saga. I mean, dude, honestly, when I first I'll back it up a little bit. Even my first like when I first stumbled across your page, you're blown up and like, and then we kind of like talked. We talked about like you know we did the pod and everything. And I was see you like being somewhere every single day, and like I'm like, damn, dude, like, he, I could tell this guy's making good money, but he's working like way harder than I would be willing to do, like every fucking day in a different city, like out in the field too, like you're out in the field talking to all these people, doing these interviews, and I'm like, this is insane. I would try to link up with you, and you'd be like, all right, I have tomorrow off, I'm free, and then I would text you, and you'd be like, actually, I went to Phoenix, I'm sorry. Yeah. And like, then I come to find out that you weren't actually making as much money as I thought you were because it was being withheld from you. Is yeah, like the I mean, situation. That was kind of the give and take, right? Like I had full creative control, so I was able to do whatever the fuck I wanted and these that company would give me the green light to be like, yeah, you want to fly to Vegas right now and do a video at the AVN Expo? Just go ahead and do it. And so I was 21, fresh out of college. So for me, I was like, right. fuck yeah, that's awesome. I wasn't thinking about like, how can I make money? Plus the show didn't make money until after the first year because of the initial investment. Okay. Like they bought the RV, they put mm. me on salary, like hired all my homies. Like it wasn't like... I was just getting robbed from the start. Like it took a long time for us to get into the uh, out of the red, basically. Yeah. But once we got out of the red, it was going so fucking crazy, especially during COVID when things kind of took off. When I started covering like yeah. the lockdown protests and stuff like that, that's when the, sh- the show really blew up. And you know, they always say more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God Cause damn. I mean, it seems like, they were taking the majority of the money. Basically. They, they were taking 80% of the profit participation. Oh, Jesus no. Christ. Yeah. And then they were giving me a 45K salary on top of my 20%. Oh, that's, not that's brutal. First, how successful yeah. you are, that's not. Right, but from the jump, I'm like, damn, I was already going to do that in the first place. My plan after college was to buy an RV myself, take it around the country, and do the same thing. Yeah. And right. this company was like, hey, we'll buy it for you and give you a salary, which 45K fresh out of college is pretty tight. You're like, yeah, I, sure. yeah, out of college, you're like, I'm a millionaire. Well, they low-key, <laughs> they did take a gamble in yeah. the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ended up exceeding their expectations, which kind of put everything in a different spot, but yeah, eight, 20% when you're the face of the operation yeah. is pretty for, insane. For yeah. those who uh, 
are not familiar with the entertainment industry, I'd say it would normally be the exact opposite and less. It would be like a manager takes 10% approximately. Yes. Yes. And then you keep 90. Yeah. I mean, there's other people that come and take little bites out of the pie, but you know. Sure. But it's uh, not like this. This is not, this is definitely an outlier. So yeah, for those who didn't even hear about this, you know, all gas, no breaks, they like what happened. Like you were locked out of the socials um they you know they took the they whole the patreon I, I, the I can break it down for you pretty quickly about yeah. how yeah. all gas no breaks ended from my perspective right so around last november actually october 2020 we started shooting full-time to make this tim and eric funded movie right yeah. so i was on the election trail shooting like every day all day with a new rv like the movie rv yeah you know people are gonna love this shit i'm so excited to release it but <laughs> okay fuck, it's, it's hard talking about something that's so like in the past but like in the yeah. future at the same time whatever man anyways so i was working on that full time so naturally i couldn't make as many videos for all gas no breaks i couldn't make as many instagram posts and youtube videos and patreon posts as well so naturally. uh net yeah. traffic started going down obviously because i was busy full-time working on the movie mm-hmm. and uh that upset doing things media because that meant less money for them so they couldn't mm-hmm. make as much money off me because i was doing other shit even right. though they're a partner on the movie as well which is crazy. Oh, yeah. And then okay. so they, they started being like, make more videos, make more videos. So I said, okay, guys, if you want me to make more videos, I need 50% instead of 20%. Because if you're good, if I'm working double time, I got to be able to make a fair amount. Of course. They were like, nah. They fired Nick. They fired Evan, my two best friends who work for the show. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, I was like, I got to get out of this. So they gave me a, a letter in the mail that said, if I didn't pr- produce two pieces of Patreon content by, I think it was March 1st, 2020, I would be terminated. And this is in the middle of shooting for a movie that they're also on. It was they're, crazy. Yeah, they're fully profiting off of it. And, you know, this and, movie. and I, I was like, you know what? So I had a sick ass legal team. Yeah. Got my way out of it and they, they terminated me. Damn. That's, that's nuts. And Why did they you fire your boys? Was it just punishment? It. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, my, that's my perspective on it. Because <laughs> yeah. were they, they didn't do anything wrong. Well, they were just an extra cost, right? Because oh, they were right. on salary too. They wanted, they wanted you to sing for your supper over there. Exactly. Yeah. So Sheesh. since then, that's all come out. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, you the biggest thing was that like your channel, all gas no breaks, like they still own that. So you ha- created a new one, channel five. Yeah, right yeah. away. Brought we, people over. Well, played the old switcheroo. I, I did want to talk. Something I wanted to talk about with the the former IP. Yeah. Is that uh? Well, y- we we talked about this at my my show in April, right before I I left. But you were talking about how they're gonna. Their plan is to continue doing all gas, no breaks, but with a new guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is seems crazy. It is like, also you are the like, face. It's like whoever that new guy is is just gonna immediately be shit on. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody reached out to me actually. I can't say who it is, but uh he was supposed to be the new guy. And he told me that he was told by doing things media that we that Evan and Nick were still like working for the show and that I was going to give him a sign off and that we were going to communicate. And he kept being like, cool. Can I talk to Andrew? Can I talk to Andrew? And they were like, uh, nah, he's super busy. You can't talk to him uh-huh. right now. I guess he caught wind of, uh, of what happened and they iced him too, you know, but if you Oof. go on the doing things, media pages, they're already hiring dudes to make different interview shows. Like they have one where this guy's like interviewing kids. They have a second guy who actually applied to intern for channel five who has my exact interview style and is now employed by them as well. Oh. I doubt they'll keep all gas, no breaks going, but I really hope they do just to witness it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. God damn. 
But now, but you've you've moved on. Super moved on. Yeah. I was I was honestly like a lot of people like they get all sad about it and they want me to right. or they want me to like have beef with doing things media. I'm like I have no beef with doing things media. To be honest, like that shit probably would have gotten stale by now anyway. Yeah, like I was ready to do something new. We were already doing something like a lot more elevated. Yeah, like the like, movie has yeah. like a, a real thesis and like a storyline. It's like an actual yeah. documentary. So it's like right. for me, I was like, dude, all gas no brakes was like. It had already hit its peak, in my opinion. Yeah, it's and and it was ripe for there being a time for like, like the next phase was the imitators coming. There's so many, there's so many imitators, and it's have like, you seen this? No, I haven't, oh but I figured it would happen because it's like, and then what's going to happen is there, there's going to be a freak deficit because like your whole thing, you'd be out in the street and you'd find these like freaks, basically, like these yeah. or or people that like characters would be in a situation that like yeah. they'd be acting like a freak, you know, or like 100%. characters, you know. That's such a good way to put it, the freak deficit. Yeah, but it's like there's only so many of those people out there. Yeah, because it's like if there's a million people trying to interview them. Every all gas imitator is like juicing their hometown for every freak in sight. Yeah. And it's like there's going to be a limited supply at some point. You got to start faking it. Dude, it's hard not to get mad as fuck when people imitate your shit. I'm sure you guys have gone through this too, like Mm -hmm. with... You know, you do with your stand up, and I've seen a hell of people imitate your like, you know, meme and tweet, like tweets. Yeah, there's been like, it's, it's weird when it's like, the worst thing is like when you kind of do something on your own and then people imitate it in a bad way, then, and it happens so much, then it's like, Oh, like even like the original thing I was doing is now considered when bad. It's yeah. carbon copied so much that it's the like, original loses its luster or contextualized with, yeah. or loses like it, bad its things. context. Yeah. 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 And for yeah. the first time I've had to like fight that urge, which is like hop on live and start tripping. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like right. you just want to say something you want to be like, Oh, I'm, you know, like, like fuck you or something but it's <laughs> yeah, so yeah, stupid because yeah. like people who do that look so dumb like well, when someone hops oh, on hella mad absolutely, it's like fuck yeah. all y'all young it's trying to live like me it's just right. it's bad no like yeah. the most dignified thing you can do is just sort of not acknowledge it exactly or keep, in general another thing down, is like where you're getting your mad about something that people don't even know what you're talking about and right. they're like finding out or defending yourself from something that people yeah. don't even know about yet, where you're like finding out, like, wait, what'd you do? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like going on live, being like, I didn't do that shit. It's, yeah. anybody, it's Soldier Boy. <laughs> Soldier Boy is the only one. Let Soldier Boy do that, but then everybody else. Soldier Boy could do whatever he know. wants. Yeah. yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. I mean, he stole money from you directly. Soldier Boy stole money from in a, you. In a way. No, no, I mean, in, a, in that I bought a Soldier game console. You were one of the people? Did not receive it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's awesome. Oh, it was my I was birthday absolutely present. one of the people. So was, nothing came in the mail? No. <laughs> no. Just never showed up. And then, up. like, I, I think the website is just, like, defunct now. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I'm never getting What was getting he that. selling, like, GameCubes that, that, that Soldier Boy back. on it? No, like, some sort of, like, Chinese, like, game <laughs> Oh, emulator. it was, like, one of those, like, 1,000 games yes. oh, included. Yeah. And then it's just, like you know mario (laughs) it's like it's you know mario and pac-man and all that shit Uh uh-huh um yeah one of those one of those emulators that's so funny um and yeah but he's you know he's back again so anyway we should get back into like what you've been up to i mean you've had a busy pandemic you're out there in the yeah in the cut the whole time i mean that's one of the things that led to the kind of all gas no breaks breakdown is that whenever the pandemic started i started covering political shit because everything became politicized like if you were kicking it in a group like that meant you were like a right winger for like four months (laughs) yeah i mean like it was just like two americas at once started diving into both of them and uh yeah the i feel like the political shit was making uh doing things media uncomfortable as fuck well everything was oh, political really? last year yeah well like, i covered the george floyd like riots in minneapolis right which was like kind of the first video that there was no humor no humor slant 
No. Yeah. You know, there was like certain like funnier moments, but in general, it was a pretty clear coverage. They were they yeah. weren't fucking hyped on that one. You know, that's for sure. But that was like, in my opinion, like the breakout video for me in doing what I actually wanted to do, which is not just finding fucking tweaked out people around the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, moving beyond like interviewing drunks. M- moving beyond yeah. just like a fucking three second attention span that begins with screaming all the time. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit, it was funny for me for a long time, but I'm actually getting older. Yeah. 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 And you want, yeah, you want your content to represent yeah. that. And, for sure. You know? And so the imitators are doing what sorry, I used to do. Sorry to use that word. No, the, the people the, imitating are yeah. doing what I used to do anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I, of it's course. all good. It's all love. No, yeah. But you're, you know, now you're, you're kind of, you're taking temperature of the, you know. Yeah, the, for sure. The, the current cultural climate in a way that. Yes. You weren't doing that before. No. Right. Now that, you know, the, the old stuff was. Was good, but yeah, that's the. I guess that's the thing about the the imitators is is it's like yeah. I just want to say shout out to you guys and all the people who like showed so much love and like solidarity after that whole shit went down with all gas no brakes. Yes, sir. Because I felt super <laughs> alone and I was like, fuck, man, like you know, th- is this gonna be it for me? Kinda. And everyone was just like, yo, Dude, shit like, happens. Like with with the, and a lot of times it is that is it for some people, you know. Yeah, yeah but I mean that's the thing is like the. All the people that were patrons were patrons because of you. They weren't like sure. patrons because of the the all gas no breaks yeah. name. Yeah, it, it was just cool to see that people understood my situation and like the relationship between creators and labels, and we're like, we get this, like we're, right. we're fucking with you. And, but yeah, so Channel Five started. We we're in Miami Beach, like a, a month after all gas no breaks basically broke up. We were like, you know what? Let's go to Miami Beach for spring break. Let's try to make something. We, we kind of felt like super discouraged, but I put the suit on, went out there. <laughs> And someone was like, "What's this for?" And I and like I was about to say, "All gas, no brakes." And then my cameraman Nick was like, "Channel 5. And there we go. Just like a quick oh, little yeah. diversion, and maybe like, "Oh, this is the news." And then we're like, "Oh, I was like, that sounds tight, yeah." Channel right. Five, and it makes people believe that they're on the news. This is like vague yeah. enough that yeah. anything anything could be Channel we Five. We started start doing that shit. <clears throat> yeah, but that's why I got the haircut. I mean, it looks great. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was um? What were some of the highlights of? Your well, Corona was, coverage. When was this? This is 2020. No, this is 2021. This is 2021. The first Channel Five video was uh, Miami Beach Spring Break on YouTube. Oh, okay, and that's like oh, the first Channel Five, yeah. right? So that's like once the once the pandemic was kind of uh, towards the end. It's like yeah, I mean, everybody depending like, on where you were at. Yeah. I would say in Florida it was like four months post pandemic, but I think that was like California's second wave. Sure, you know that's the craziest shit. We were all playing pandemic. different rules wait did you ever get covid i got all co- this? i got covid on the last day of 2020 oh my god <laughs> definitely from a trump rally that i was uh, covering for the movie how was it last day of 2020 is a very funny yeah, you came in to... sliding in yeah home it was base. pretty down to the wire yeah. it was crazy because i thought i made it but then that last day they just fucking finessed me because that just assumes that do you have an idea of who gave it to you like uh, was there a... just one of many people in maga hats in the state of georgia i'd say I was, dude, so I was like in Georgia and I woke up and I felt fine. And I was like, damn, I really can't smell anything or taste anything. <laughs> so I went to In-N-Out Burger to make sure I really couldn't taste anything. Got a chocolate milkshake, dumped half of it out, took a mustard container, took the top off and then squirted half of uh, the mustard container into the milkshake. I feel like there's up. easier ways to do this, but I like <laughs> I mean, I, Mustard and ketchup and chocolate is like one of the grossest combinations. Yeah. So I drank mm-hmm. that whole shit, tasted nothing. You drank a whole thing? Yeah. It was. I mean, it was delicious to me. If you think about no taste, no smell, it might as well max out uh-huh. chocolate. And I mean, there's two ways to look at that, but I will. You yeah, know. yeah. They they really should have. That's 
they should have done that for the COVID tests. They really just should. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Not, don't, don't, s- don't swab my nose. Thankfully, I didn't spread it because I had to get it like every couple days for the movie schedule. Yeah, so it was actually hella annoying. Yeah, that's hella crazy. Annoying. So yeah, like, yeah, so what were you covering down in Georgia? Well, the whole movie is about the election. Yeah. So just election related stuff. This Can't is, say it too oh, much. Oh, this is a Trump rally post election. Stop the steal movement. Stop the steal. Yeah, we're talking way after situation. the election. Okay. Way How was it? It got pretty militant. Really? For sure, dude. It was Have you had some crazy. close calls? No. You haven't had close calls with yourself? Like nobody's flipped out on you or anything? I'm pretty big, man. Like low key. Yeah, you're like, a tall guy. I don't know. Like also, if you're wearing a suit, nobody tries to punch you in the face. You're not punching. It's a guaranteed lawsuit. Yeah, that's true. No, no pun intended. And like, you're a guy. Like, when somebody punches you, people would jump in to help, just by default. There would I be an, the, an online witch hunt for the uh, perpetrator, I think. Or even in person, you know, like you just you yeah. don't look like a person that should be punched. I don't, I'm not a, even aggressive, so it's like yeah. you'd have to be a real fucking like asshole. If, so if somebody just saw you in the street getting punched, your first reaction is like, that guy, something Save wrong the is hero. happening. To him, you know, <laughs> gotta help him for sure, dude. <clears throat> interesting though i mean yeah i've asked you a couple of questions well the COVID, i'm still kind of you rang in new year's on yeah with the with COVID, like I that and that was like by new year's that's a lot of i think a lot of people went fuck it by new year's yeah you know like libs libs included where it was yeah. like that was there was like a small pocket where it's like oh if you're like congregating you're probably like you're probably a right wing. Yeah, it was person. fucked up. It was terrible. But then, event by New Year's, I think it was kind of like, all right, we've all, you know. I mean, everyone got all twisted during this during 2020 because like you got to isolation, you got America mm-hmm. splintering off into like an open and then a closed society depending on where you live, and then you have massive social media addiction. Right? right at that time, everyone inside the protest movement cracking off, the pandemic, and then the mm-hmm. election. I mean, sure. by that point, like everyone had just become intolerable. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, by yeah, that yeah, point, yeah. I was like, oh my God, dude. The I fucking st- lacrosse bros from my high school are like rocking, you know, like pride shirts and like BLM wristbands. It was a, <laughs> dude, it was a big year to get get through. And then on top right. of that, it's mm. kind of reset so fast that I think it's like the that world's is, like forgetting it really fast. Shift to watch. Oh, man, it was hilarious. People that like, oh, yeah. Watching, watching like people that called you a faggot in high school. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden call him know. out who was it uh how many oh i think i probably no no <laughs> no it was like, like a list no i i think i i think i said i've i think i've said their names on the on the podcast oh yeah yeah before. you doxed a guy and then yeah, he's I think like i was he's like, like some nice hiker in colorado now you doxed yeah. a high school bully yeah i think that yeah i think you know no, I just not said a, his, we, we found out he's not a bully he was just like a a or a nerd that outranked him in the that was pole. not no that was not <laughs> he was top nerd. oh austin tussing oh yeah that's oh there he is. but he didn't oh, call he didn't call me that oh, okay he just that was more of a i think ben field oh, okay mike michael hickey oh we've heard about them yeah, yeah. Is, is he like a man but there, like, there were less than like there were less than five people that there okay. were like three guys that yeah. called me that word. It was scattered among those man. Fuck those words. guys, dude. But you know, look at him. Except Austin, for Austin, yeah, he's in the clear. Well, there Shout was two. Austin. Yeah, so Austin Tussing never never did that, but Austin Chanel did. Okay. Yeah. Why'd they call you a fag? Uh, just because I was I was weak. <laughs> <laughs> just because they 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 saw weakness in my they I wasn't I didn't have the the confidence I do now. So you know, I was yeah. kind of they they saw they saw weakness in me. And um, I was small. 
I was smaller than them. Man. You know, it was a different time. This was also, this was, it was, high school was, high school was different back then. Now, back then. <laughs> now there's probably, uh, now, now they're saying in a good way. Freaking, uh, you know, non-binary bullies. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. get on red pill and be like, you got fucking transgender bathrooms and fucking critical yeah. race theory. High school sucks now. <laughs> no, I'm saying, you know, I think it's good that, you know, there, there probably are non-binary bullies and that's, that's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Representation. Yeah. I think you know? bullying can yeah. be good. Yeah, you, you ever have someone particularly like a, it's corrective behavior. upper income, typically white person, say something so disgusting and bold, like about yeah. their own like uh like wiping habits or like something <laughs> disgusting where you're like, damn, you should have been bullied just a little oh, bit. Oh like yeah. Like, oh well there's constant there's constantly online you see a lot of people where you're like, Oh, you should have been bullied. Like the more. other day I was talking to this dude yeah. and he was like, dude, I don't even wipe my ass. I just get a shower after that. He's oh, like, well, that's what the that, fuck are you talking that about? Like, yeah. You should have gotten bullied. That seems like something separate from bullying. That just seems sort of. Well, if you we need to bring it back. Out. We need to bring it back. If you were like adult bullying, if you were in elementary school, you would have gotten a nickname for saying some shit like that. If you went to a bully-prone school, not saying yeah. that you should get your head stuffed into a locker every day or be no. called derogatory. Or names. you know, any marginalized group. You should not be. Yeah, you should not bullied be bullied for marginalized groups. But yeah. if you say weird shit, you have to get bullied at least no, once or twice. No, for sure. I mean, I would say that that guy might have been a bully and like therefore he's nobody's ever checked him for saying the stuff or yeah. he wasn't saying it before yeah. he was thinking it i've got now my, he's just yeah. wandering around talking about this type of shit i got my ass kicked like twice in my whole life both in middle school and both taught me such valuable life lessons what were the lessons? first time yeah i went to this school called washington middle school which is in like the central district in seattle like was like a pretty crazy neighborhood back in the day. So there'd be fights every day at the bus stop. Like huge 10-kid fucking brawls. Mm -hmm. I mean 10 kids surrounding two kids fighting typically. You know what I mean? It was like two people would face off every day. And so I'd always go watch, you know, and I watched every day. And then one day I got a little bit too bold and I started encouraging one side. And I was like, yeah, beat that motherfucker's ass. I was like, yeah, get him. You know what I mean? And then this other dude was like, get who? And I was Uh like, get get the other guy. No. And he was like, that's my brother you're talking about. Oh and no! One fool was like, "You better run, white boy." I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Before I could turn, I was like, "Boom!" Hitting the side of the head. I start. I'm sprinting, trying to run into the fucking Safeway, uh-huh. getting hit again. I While run, like concussed, super concussed, bleeding out of the ear. I run into the security oh, no. guard's office. I'm like, "Call my dad!" <laughs> my dad picks me up and he's like, "Yeah, you shouldn't uh, comment on people fighting." <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go to Switzerland on that. Yeah, and then 100%. you wanna hear the rest of the story? Oh, absolutely. so the next day I go back into school. I got a black eye. My mom is like, "Tell the tell the dean of students who did this to you." Sits me down with Miss Jones, oh, who no. is this rest in peace, Miss Jones, super tough administrator, oh. who was like the real you know hard authoritarian. So my mom was like, "Tell her who it was." So Miss Jones opens the yearbook, flips page by page, and she goes, "I want you to point out the boy who did this to you, right?" And I saw him. Desmond, and I saw Desmond, and I was Desmond like, what? I think it was Desmond Harvey. Okay, Desmond. So Harvey. I see Desmond. Doxing people on yeah. here. I see Desmond. <laughs> Desmond Harvey. And I flipped past his his page, and I was like, I don't see him in this book. And then that day after school, I like went out to the basketball court and by the bus stop, and there was Desmond, and he was like, I heard you didn't you didn't snitch on me, and I was like, No, I didn't. I didn't tell him what happened. And he was like, I fuck with you, and he gave me a fist bump. Huh? And oh. still my homeboy to this day. Okay, that's oh, no, oh so you're not whoa. even doxing him. You're friends with him now. Friends with him, but I'm saying everything yeah. came from a place of uh, of bullying. But I was out of line in the first place. Okay, I was right. I was afraid yeah. that was heading to you getting a second ass beating. Just kick my ass kicked every day. I thought you were about to <laughs> snitch and learn your second lesson of that, like that guy actually still kicks my ass. He lives in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 
No, sometimes, uh, yeah, bullying can be corrective behavior, you know? Well, yeah. A lot of a lot of people online it's like oh you didn't get you didn't get bullied enough you you've been like you're in the trenches with like everybody really I'm in you the saw trenches both, with everybody <laughs> both sides of it this year Excellent. like yeah. i mean what was like the worst of the worst this year in terms of like just like the the chaos of covid brain you well, I know mean, i think the delusional like misinfo train that has absorbed like the whole right wing is pretty crazy like even my grandpa went from like a Mitt Romney like fiscal conservative to like a QAnon like alien guy yeah in like four months just off of Facebook oh god probably Russian propaganda yeah and uh, yeah so that shit was pretty crazy to watch like flat earthers become like the norm yeah not actually but you know that style of thinking like you know like don't trust anyone except the other people in your Facebook group oh you know, yeah like everyone's compromised except like you and your network of like four YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty crazy. I mean, the riots were also crazy, too. Of course. Just the mutual radicalization. And I'm not one of those horseshoe theory people who are like, Antifa and Proud Boys are the same. But yeah. it was crazy to see, like, Seattle and Portland become these, like, buzzwords for, like, libtard shitholes. And then well, fucking right. the whole rest of the country is, like, on the Q train. Portland, you were there for a while. We were talking about that before yeah. recording. Well, I'm from Seattle, you know. So naturally, you said that was I beat it with Portland. <laughs> you know, because yeah. Seattle and Portland, we have problems with each other. Oh really? Just yeah. na- I mean, we Maybe have homies. Well, Portland's more of like a kind of like quirky city, and we're like a real industrial city. Okay. Like we have like actual business in Seattle. Yeah, like we got Amazon, Microsoft. Oh yeah, like, we mean, deal Microsoft with big. We deal with big city problems. Paul Allen. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. I mean, I love I love Portland. I actually enjoy hanging out in Portland more than Seattle, but there's just a natural undertone there. Like yeah. people there are just a little bit tweaked in the head. Everyone in Oregon is fucked in the head. Like it's just it's one of those just like tweaked frontier states i don't know what's going on with it but like rural oregon it's mm-hmm. like they've got confederate flags it's like oh sure yeah it's like you guys are you yeah. weren't even around it's like poser shit yeah you know what i mean yeah. like were they talk. even there for the confederacy Dude, Did Portland no exist? they live in oregon they live in like oregon was it a state right. oregon was like a no territory. it wasn't a it was like a racist no. territory well actually what Probably happened the canadians they they did, when was the trail the reason that idaho and eastern oregon are racist is because a lot of people went to the frontier after desegregation to okay. have like white republics you oregon was like for whites only okay up until 18 like 48 or something crazy that doesn't Anyways, surprise me oregon is freaked out <laughs> so it's no surprise that within oregon is a more fucked place which is the city of portland and uh, i don't know how it happened you know Low, like just I don't know how Portland got this way. I mean, people keep keeping it weird. Same with Austin. It's all the Austin stickers. Is they no want to keep it weird. They, they, yeah, but how did they? They, they stopped they failed Austin to keep from, it weird. From saying Portland, weird. Austin is just kept corny as shit nowadays. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying, how did like? Uh, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that about uh, Portland. How did it become overalls that? and like mustaches and tall bikes turn into like uh, anarchists? You know what I mean? I know. Like, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with. They like, had kids. Yeah, but also the schools up there, Evergreen State University. There's certain schools that are just like sort of radical like breeding grounds. So what were you seeing up there? Like you said it was a mess. Well, I mean, it's mostly like the thing is a lot of people do have good intentions up in Portland. Yeah. You know, like I don't want to shit on the city of Portland. Like I have a lot of friends involved with like a lot of that shit. So I'm not hating on them. But I'm just saying like the city has essentially just like gone to shit. Right. Yeah. Like oh, well, I mean, even Portland before that, dude, like any time there would be something that would happen on the internet, like like the Proud Boys and like Antifa would meet up and just like fight each other, basically. Right. But yeah. like in, but ha- they would have to do it in the streets. I remember in like 2019, before any any of this, mm-hmm. 
saying just like, dude, we need to just get them a stadium so they could just fight privately. Right. And especially and like, up there, I mean, look at those West oh, Coast cities. Right. Look at San Francisco and Portland. You got homelessness. Uh, gentrification like, is destroying the middle class and sending anyone low income into poor suburbs like Gresham, mm-hmm. you know, yet no one's talking about that. They want to meet up in a fucking public park somewhere in their outfits and like bear mace each other for what right. and for who and what is this the LARP. end goal? Is that fighting fascism is meeting up with with fascists and just trying to beat them up like for every man down how yeah. many men how many men come up that's a classic thing of fighting right yeah you don't just punch someone in the face yeah people exactly. people have pride especially if they're political mm-hmm. right. people people want to become a martyr like anyone involved on that like fringe like fighting club like their dream is to like get fucking punched in the face yeah so they can be like i have these battle scars to show it's like you know it's like trophies yeah but then again it's like i do think that the Proud Boys and like those type of movements like are like really fucked, you know what I mean? And I I think that like like it's hard to explain. Like there are radical left people and radical right people, but I think more of the right is radical. Like in my opinion, like sure. most Trump supporters are pretty fucking radical. You want to talk about the radical left that gets like all this airtime on Fox News and shit? How many people really is that? It's got to be under ten thousand, right? Yeah, you know, and, and that, that's I don't why know I, any of them. Yeah, the Q yeah, movement like is a lot bigger than the fucking Antifa movement. So I feel like the yeah. whole horseshoe thing people try to do there—it's like, why spend so much time being like everyone's crazy? It's like, nah, bro. Like, also, like, stop grouping like Antifa and BLM like together at the same time. Like, what I right. saw in Minneapolis and Portland were super different. Oh, of course. Like Minneapolis was like the the first spark that like set shit off like i was there three days after george floyd got murdered you know what i mean and like in minneapolis on lake street when it was burning and that was like this is what's going on this is what we have to do to capture the eyes of the world you're in portland what four months after yeah yeah that's crazy (laughs) portland way after way after they lost the thread for sure and look at the mayor people fucking hate that guy yeah the most hated man in america is the mayor of portland ted wheeler yeah like, Why do they hate him so much? Just oh, okay. I mean, so all right wingers hate him because he wasn't strong enough on the protesters, and he let the city go to shit. You know, like yeah. down, downtown Portland is boarded up. It's got like tons of uh, homelessness and crime, and they're not doing anything to help their residents. Typical shit from mm-hmm. cities. What, what do cities ever do? And then uh, fucking left wingers hate him because he was like tear gassing them, basically. Yeah, and also just, like, just like, hasn't helped pr- prosecute killer cops, which he hasn't. Yeah, you know, so it's just like everybody hates that guy, like. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Portland. Like, I'm not trying to hate on them or anything like that. It's just like when you see so much stuff and you just like, yeah. you think about the optics of certain actions and how it's like impacted the overall movement. Right. And like, you think about how, like, despite all the people fighting for equality and like the right convictions, there's yeah. still a demographic of people that are like, right, you know, let's burn the entire country down and uh, be- make a Maoist republic here and right. redistribute all land to indigenous nations. Yeah, it's like damn. Like I'm not saying I disagree with the tenets of that. I'm just saying like step by step, what's attainable and what is a fantasy, right? And like the, it's so frustrating. Every time someone freaks out on the fringe, they yeah. become like the Fox News point. Like every time oh, someone on the left decides to do something fucking stupid, they're going to be on the front page of the right wing internet. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Right. And like. Like when when they say like the riots and the looting, that should only happen for like a week, bro. The protests continued for months on end. Yeah. The whole rioting thing only sparked just as like a chain reaction in the first couple of days. Sure. And, and because of that, now the whole movement is just categorized by like people like Tucker Carlson as like the riot movement. 
Yeah. It, it, it's it's fucked up, dude. Yeah, you and Tucker Carlson uh inter- interview subject Eskimo brothers. Ariel Pink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You were telling us about him a little bit before. Well just we that he's like your least favorite. I just didn't really fuck with subject him. You know what ever. I mean? Like yeah. Well, first of all, my homie Nate, who's like into indie music, I'm not into it. I would actually call it my least favorite genre. Oh, okay. What do you listen to? Rap music. Okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> sure. Yeah, hip hop. Yeah. I listen to lots of hip hop. No, I don't know. Were you a graffiti guy yeah. before? Or you just friends with all of them? Were you like a tagger? Nah. Really? You just friends with those dudes? Or are you just like, are you doing the wink thing? Because you're like, they can't know about all my secret tags. Okay, I feel like I struck a, yeah. struck a chord here. Well, you should know that graffiti is one of the core uh, elements of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So by one being a hip hop fan, it, because I'm it? a hip hop fan, I'm a break dancer, a DJ, <laughs> yeah. an MC, and also a graffiti artist. Oh yeah, those are the four elements. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. The four, uh, the four elements of hip hop. Five elements of hip hop. Five elements There's of hip hop. Rapping itself, break dancing, graffiti, <laughs> DJing. What the fuck is the fifth one? Is there a fifth element? Blogging. Blogging. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. gorilla. Um, um, anyway, so Ariel Pink interview. My homie was like a big indie rock fan. So he's like, dude, you got to get this guy, Ariel Pink, on your podcast. Like, he's super red-pilled. He's like with all the alien shit. And I just went to an alien mm. conference in Nevada. So uh-huh. I'm like, fuck yeah, indie rocker who lives in whatever, Eagle Rock, who's like sure. into UFOs and shit. All right, cool. So he comes over and he's like, he requested a bottle of Patron. Oh, boy. So he drinks the whole bottle. Fucking The whole thing? Yeah, the whole like bottle. Like pre-pot. Lee and Earl Sweatshirt are also at the crib. (laughs) So it's me, Lee, Earl, and Ariel Pink, like sitting in the backyard, like drinking this Patron bottle. It was like the, there's a picture of it. It was like the weirdest shit. Oh my God. God. And they were telling me. Lee and Earl, they're just hanging out. Yeah, they were just kicking it. And they were telling me, like, man, this fool, like, I don't know about him. This (laughs) and that. So we go into the interview and he starts saying all this crazy shit. He's like, you're probably going to get canceled for having me on. Like, all this shit. And I was like, "Uh, what the fuck? I thought we were going to talk about UFOs. Oh, no. And he was like, I think like the first thing he said is he was like, I would let Trump rape me or something like that. You know, oh just saying God. some shit where I was like, is this, oh God, like an edgelord fucking like It's just annoying, yeah. Right. I was just like, fuck, dude. So like the whole thing, he was just trying to shock me and I, I hit a wall where I was just like, man, like I'm not going to let you use my platform to, to like fucking defend yourself yeah. from all this shit. Like, so I cut most of the interview. I don't That's know, I just didn't, what, yeah. have a good, I didn't have a good experience. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds... I mean, I, I always have a good experience. I interview, like, you know, fucking Proud Boys and shit, and I'm yeah. still having fun. But that one, it was my first podcast. And I was like, fuck, bro. <laughs> that was your first one, too. Yes. And I was like, damn, I don't know if my hyper-agreement style is going to be the one. Yeah, mm. and it's way different doing a podcast versus interviewing them on camera. Like, They're having somebody on camera for a few minutes... You have a lot more a, power... Yeah. When you have a camera pointed on somebody, you know. Yeah. I also just realized like I am kind of offended by certain shit. Yeah. Like when he was saying some of the shit, it was making my blood boil, and I was just like, I was like, man, like, I, you know, just like certain stuff. I'm like, fuck, dude, like I don't want to get into this territory. Yeah. So yeah. I just dropped it out, and I don't know, dude. Like, it, it, I knew indie shit was weird because like when I was in high school, like I I already knew that like these like straight dudes. 
with mm-hmm. painted nails and shit were like oh, sketchy. Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. always yeah. had an inkling. I was like, what's yes. going on there? Oh, I'm so glad you yeah. said that. The, the whole straight dudes with painted nails thing, though, the, 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 it's like very yeah. performatively fake queer. It's trying yeah. to get laid for sure. And it is, it's yeah. very, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the type of queer where I am exclusively attracted to women. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cis women. Yeah. That, that really, yeah. And it's, when I see a guy with, painted fingernails and he's he's a he's a straight man he's an all-male band yeah you've got (laughs) you've got some at least gray area sexual misconduct (laughs) in your past for sure so it's like yeah i just kind of thought about it i don't trust that one and i was like damn i i I do get manicures but i get i just get the shiny buff yeah. Keep that keep that shit clear. Damn, you your, your fingernails look amazing. I know they do. Yeah, yeah he does keep them trimmed. They, and they, nice. They're clean and nice, but they're they're never painted because those, I are would, the, those are the fingernails of a man who has never done any hard labor. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I have soft oh. baby hands too. He's I've not he's not in the <laughs> jo- at the job site digging. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, you know. But you know I, that's you, also a compliment. Yeah, yeah, we have the same job. I know. We literally are co-hosts. Yeah, we're <laughs> not literally at the same I'm not job. A construction right now. worker. <laughs> you look pretty strong though, bro. Like you could lift stuff up. I could probably, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a month into working out. Are you? Yeah. What kind of work? Are you Chet Hanks burpeeing it? Oh, you interviewed him yeah. too. Dude, how was that? I'm Dude, sorry to I deflect. Fuck with Chet but Hanks. Was he cool? Hell yeah, he was cool. He seems great. <laughs> Dude, yeah. he's misunderstood. Yeah. He didn't know that, like, white boy summer would be interpreted that way. Like, when you chill <laughs> with Ch- Chet Hanks, you're like, damn. Of this course, is- I yeah. didn't think I ever thought he was, like, trying to do. <laughs> no, but he got serious. Hey, I mean, there was, like, real, like, lib fucking, like, New Yorker bloggers being, like, appropriation, this and that. Like, they're on his ass. He yeah. Was just talking, well, I mean, I think the funniest about part- Jack Harlow and himself. And, but Chet you know? Hanks is, like, was like I- talking to him, I understood. I'm going to release the interview soon but the torment of being like a celebrity like that's child is like bad oh i mean dude he's mm-hmm. uh, yeah for sure but like even his past um antics before this was like really funny too he had that band um we watched some mm. of that on the pod he had like a musical group before this like well, a yeah, rap group. rapping for for a minute is, like he's yeah been, chet hayes he's been kind of figuring yeah. it out for a while well yeah. he i'll tell you kind of what he told me is like he when he, he said when he was growing up like he had so many fake friends around him because like all of your childhood movies right like toy story polar express like that's tom yeah. hanks like imagine that fucking woody is your dad that's crazy oh my god so he yeah. said when, when he was younger like from the jump people would be like that's fucking tom hanks son they'd be like hey man come here like what's up bro good to meet you and then like they'd have a, a conversation which he believed was real and they'd be like <laughs> they would kind of walk away and be like i just dropped it up with tom hanks son like he became this spectacle so he said he got yeah. really into hip-hop early he said his first day of uh high school he said he experienced what he calls black girl magic he says like he's, he, he he was like he told me he's like I experienced black girl magic like this girl came up to me he's like honestly the first black girl ever hit on me and he was like I knew at that moment like this was a lifelong thing for me he was like I fell in love okay. and he said shit like that okay. where I'm like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't know how like a lot of people will like read into that but, right you know, yeah. his heart's in the right place of course so he started smoking weed all the time listening to rap music and shit like that his parents. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> His parents I'm like, hearing this timeline is like, yo, I met a black girl started listening to rap. Well, I think that it, like his fascination with like, yeah, I mean, I think we skipped dating. some steps. Yeah. I skipped some setup. Yeah. His fascination with interracial dating coincided with his love of rap music. And before he knew it, he was kicking it, smoking weed every day. He told me that his parents like kidnapped him like rehab style when he was 17 and sent him to Utah. Oh, 
to Provo Canyon? To Provo Canyon. No way. Oh, yeah. shit. That's the that's the thing in uh, Paris Hilton's documentary. Oh shit! That it's like a they they torture kids at that that school. Oh my yeah. god! So yeah. he was in like a fucked up rehab that Tom Hanks. Crazy. Oh so he gets my out, god! His parents didn't give him shit. He had to work construction for like five years. This is a real talk, and I know this because he has a pretty modest apartment. Like, and he spends modestly too. Like, Tom Chet Hanks is not like a super. At least he says. Doesn't have like really like rich shit going on. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems like there ha- at least there hasn't been signs of like tons of money present. No. Like his parents don't break him off after rehab, nah, bro. I mean, I I know. Well, just with regards to Chet Hanks and money, right? Yeah, I uh, I know multiple girls who uh, were texting with Chet Hanks because he he did a thing where he was like. Hey, like, here's my, he, he posted like, uh, oh, like here's, here's my number. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll FaceTime you, you know? And he would like, these girls would like hit him up and he'd be like, Hey, so like Venmo me $500 (laughs) and I'll FaceTime you (laughs) for, uh, you know, 30, 30 minutes. Oh my God. And I don't know anybody that, that bit. But I know I know two uh, two girls that tried. But is that uh, one of those? Is that, that is of, fucking I think epic. That's, is, is that? Yeah. Do you think yeah. they really texted him, or is it one of those automated services? It's him. Where dude. it's like text it's Tony Hawk. No, it's him. It's okay. him. It's yeah, him. It's fucking him. No, because these were very like these like typos not, and stuff. These not, yeah, yeah, these yeah. are not automated <laughs> messages. So we're making this Chet's World documentary right now. Oh, sick about, <laughs> about his life, and he's a pretty fascinating guy because it makes you think. Like on one hand. Like, yeah, like, he has it good being Tom Hanks' son. Like, obviously, that's, like, more of a spotlight. And it's obviously given him his career and also audience and following. But it's also, like, is that really what he needs or needed? Yeah. Like, who would he be no. without that? He'd probably be no. maybe happier. But also to have less exposure. It's kind of a weird one to think about. Because, like, I remember he was telling me this story about how he was, like, he's like he was downtown, right? And someone came up to him, like, a tweaker or something. And was like, bro, Forrest Gump's my favorite fucking movie. He just describes that surreal experience of just like being like, I don't give a fuck. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you're one guy who likes Forrest Gump. And you and, and then the guy goes, Bro, can you please FaceTime your dad right now? Oh my oh god. My yeah, god. I mean, it's shit like that where it's like, that would drive me crazy, dude. Yeah. Yo, dad, this random guy likes Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So fucking weird. No, that's very strange. Yeah, people act. People don't act but he right. also seeks out the public gaze in a way that, like Colin, yeah, Colin Hanks, not really making making too much noise. He he shows up. He does the, he does a good job. Well, Colin Hanks is like forty five years old. Chet Hanks is yeah, like twenty. But like Orange County, that that time he wasn't really. Is Colin that, Hanks was do you never know like him? wilding out. No, no, no. Maybe he was wilding out. Maybe he was like one of those secret yeah, cocaine guys, yeah. Jimmy Social Fallon. Media. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean the white boy summer thing. I think the only thing that was great on burning love as well. It was funny that he he put out those shirts that had the screwdriver font of like the (laughs) the same font as the screwdriver logo. Yeah, Yeah, like English. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember like seeing some tweet threads about it and like laughing hard, and people were like, "Old English isn't just." Like neo Nazis don't own old English yeah, like stuff. And I'm like, well, it's literally to... the same exact oh. one that Screwdriver uses. But yeah, yeah, he he didn't know. No, I knew he <laughs> didn't know. But it's like that's it's the, just like yeah. it's really funny. He strikes uh, me as a golden retriever. Yeah, yes, I mean, why dude. would he do that? Yeah. On and hearing too? him talk about that, like 
It's funny because he was like, "Yeah, people started saying I was fucking neo-Nazi." It's like hella confused. <laughs> it's so funny. It's yeah. funny. Like he obviously didn't put two and two together that Screwdriver was right. a neo-Nazi British band, and he's probably like hella confused. Like, white because White Boy yeah. Summer got banned by YouTube. Oh wow! Oh yeah, not like, even just unlisted. shadow banned. You can't like unlisted. Oh, is it straight up not on there anymore. You can't find White Boy Summer without the link for it. Yeah, like it was like really hard for me to find it. I mean, it's like. Uh, it's not like bad. It's just like a situation that would be on Arrested Development or something. Yeah. Where like seems like a, he picks the wrong font for his like. Yeah. It's just funny that some like, like YouTube moderator in Palo Alto is like, "This is like a neo-Nazi anthem, yeah. like white man year." You know what I mean? Like right. it's called White Boy Summer Man. It's not like White Man Season or something. You yeah. Know? Like it's yeah. Jet Hanks. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for Fools to watch the documentary. <laughs> also, bro, you're in. You're gonna be in. I think you should leave season two. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my fucking god, dude. Oh thanks. I am not a fan of almost. I'm a, not a fan of many things. Yeah. But that is the funniest shit I have ever seen. Oh, that, well, yeah. That's all. That's all, Tim. But yeah, I'm. I'm excited about the new season. Tim's. Tim's like a fan of yours. I know. Yeah. How, how do you know that? Well, he, we've talked about it. No yeah. fucking way, dude. Yeah. I. Dude. Look at you right now, fanning out. <laughs> I feel like you're, like Lil Baby and Tim Robinson are like some of the only people I'm a fan of in the world. And, and J.K. Sure. Rowling. Oh, and <laughs> Will Smith. Oh, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said J.K. Rowling. Isn't she like mad transphobic? <laughs> no, I mean, it's fuck like... J.K. Rowling. Uh, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones... I okay. fuck with him just off of um, you say, Men in Black. You said because okay. you said Will Smith first, so I just fuck with the movie you're, Men you're, in Black. Big Men you in just, Black. I, bro, I've seen like ten movies. <laughs> I've seen Men in Black, Shrek, uh, The Dark Knight. <laughs> you Wait, know what how I mean? did you like? What was your life like before leading up to all of this? Like, I'm really fascinated with these, <laughs> like these little details you're dropping. Cambodia. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you really seen like ten movies? Yeah, I've seen like ten movies. I've watched. I've, I saw Midsummer. That shit was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should what leave. What were you doing from like ages zero to when did you start all gas? Well, you, were doing, you were doing the the Bourbon Street thing before. Yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah. That. And then you were I worked for my school newspaper. Let's back it up. Four right. years. I was rapping. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I was practicing all the elements of hip hop for many years. Okay. And yeah. then, um, yeah, I just started doing the Bourbon Street shit. Linked up with doing things media, and it's just been a blast ever since. <laughs> and no movies in between. Yeah, he was no. he was living life. I try not to watch a movie, it. bro. That's true. Damn. After, after Vice was like the Harmony Corinne or like, no 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 what is it the Hunter S Thompson of the Information Age or something like that. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah. fuck, I can't watch anything now because if I watch something <laughs> right. else, you know, what if someone's like the Christopher Nolan of TikTok? Yeah, you know? that's what's gonna happen if I watch too much shit. Right, I start. Oh, I feel like shit. it'll sponge into. I feel like I will start stealing people's swag. Yeah, like if I see someone. You're, oh, you said you mentioned Trek. You, you, you know, you go. You, you start going around calling everybody donkey. <laughs> you know? Dude, people are you gonna know? expose my ass. Yeah, it's like, oh man, yeah, I shouldn't have watched Trek. Well, like I watched, like you know, Louis Thoreau, the journalist from BBC. Yeah, yeah. I watched like one Louis Thoreau documentary, and I was yeah. like, I can't watch any more of this shit. Oh, he's so fucking good. In. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I'm gonna start imitating this if I watch anymore. <laughs> I mean, he's the best, dude. Yeah, the way I watched the uh, Westboro Baptist Church one. Oh yeah, when he was like, uh, he, he was he just did fr- like a an interview with Fielder. Did he? Yeah, uh, you know what's such bullshit is I was supposed to do that. Oh really? Yeah. What happened? Fuck. This it was Interview Mag or whatever. Mm. They wanted to do something called like inter- c- celebrities interviewing celebrities or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, I want Louis Thoreau. And they were like, we'll see what we can do. Psh, didn't respond. Boom. Nathan Fielder. Damn. Mm. Psh, so, so are you out? You're not going to do one? No backup? 
Uh, no, I just wanted to talk to him. You're like that, him or Will two? Smith or uh, who's Tommy the voice actor for Shrek? Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Really? Yeah, yeah you should, <laughs> he didn't know Mike oh, Myers. Shit. Shrek? You should request real He's doing, Shrek. Well, have you seen Austin Powers? Uh, I've seen uh, excerpts of it. I don't, I don't watch oh movies. Have you seen clips? I've seen uh, a couple clips. Have you seen You're any, vaguely familiar with they, Austin Powers? Uh, that amazes me. Uh, have you ever, ever uh, seen any clips of uh, Fat Bastard from the Austin Powers movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Mike Myers in That's a skin That's Mike suit? Myers, and he's kind of doing the voice that he's doing in Trek. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I fuck with uh, you Austin didn't know Powers. That, you didn't even know that Trek was Mike Myers. That's No, I thought he was just a guy. He <laughs> 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 was real. I thought he was real. I don't really watch Brandon shit, bro. Him. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, but he's come so, over before. He doesn't want to do the pot. <laughs> like Tim Robbins is the kind of guy where it's like, like he's not, he's like so kind of like niche that I right. feel like I want to just be like the biggest fan. Yeah. But like I wouldn't be like Andy Samberg. <laughs> right, <laughs> not right, like, right. You know, but like fucking. Uh, and he's so funny, like dude. He's great. And he's some of the amazing. homies know him. He doesn't even know him. Me and him have hella cutty mutual friends because he fucks with a bunch of skateboarders. Yeah, because he's like he skateboards and he's like yeah. a closet hype beast. Low key, yeah. Like, yeah. People don't people don't know. If you know, you know. But oh yeah, I mean, yeah. He's from Detroit. He's a, and shit. He's a cool. He's a cool guy, dude. Um, well, let's just, let's get back into. I want to hear more COVID or well, stories I from the, about the, the grind, movie, dude. The grind. Well, I wanted to hear it's still going before the but the grind. I did want to hear the rest of the. I am kind of interested in Andrew's cultural diet. Yeah, I <laughs> he am said too. the ten movies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Shrek, Dark Knight. Uh, Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black Two. No, well, Men in Black One is me and my grandpa's favorite movie. He's still alive. But oh. I used to watch it every day with him. Wow, every That's day. Cute. You know the opening scene where the Edgar's in the skin suit and his yes. wife's like, "What the hell's going on?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my favorite movie scene of all time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really specific. I've, I mean, I've watched. Uh, I watched Knocked Up in the theaters <laughs> in two thousand nine. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Classic, yeah. I fuck with The Wire and Oz on HBO. Okay. Oh yeah. And if you want to get nice. into TV See, shows, that's like a, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's The, the Wire is probably one of the best. I'm a big Breaking Bad guy. Okay. Also Tiger King. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite shit. That dude who opened for you at the uh, Jam in the Van. Oh got up right. There and was like Tiger King got me through quarantine. Right, guys. That's one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah, hated just you, like, you didn't like you didn't like some of the other. Hey man, I like it, dude. Yeah. I feel so bad for people who do stand up comedy and don't kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we talked about this after your set, because like you're always in the zone. Like you're always oh, like, thank doing you, funny man. shit. But it's like for people on the grind, like figuring out their fucking style. It's just so hard to watch because it demands full attention, mm, right? You know, like if you were at a bar and someone was talking to you and they made like a dumb joke, you'd be like, ha, 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 moving on. Yeah. But when yeah. you're like silently like deer in the headlights, like waiting for people to make you laugh. Yeah. And they drop some like terrible joke and no one says anything. It's just like, it's one of the most sad. I can't deal with it. All right. With that being said, let's, uh, let's go to an ad break. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. All right. We'll be yeah. right back. Yeah. Support for Yeah But Still is brought to you by Manscaped, uh, the world champion in men's below-the-waist grooming. Um, Manscaped yeah, offers... I got, I got bronze this year. You got... <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried. Yeah, Honestly, that's the sentence of the week for me, the world champion, because when are those championships going down is my question. Yeah. Well, I don't want to... I don't want to... Maybe this is too much to do an ad in the middle of this other ad, but I want to add advertise my own service... Where I, I come to your I come to your house with scissors, and I say I say let me in there <laughs> let me in there boy. Wait, why aren't you using let me in there boy? Why aren't you using why are you using scissors in this situation? Let me let me give give the give that big old mound a little snip snip. Why don't you use you know? the manscaped? 
Well, yeah, that's why you'd be what, terrible at advertising. Yeah, you why do you think I want? Why do you think I got agency? bronze? You got bronze. I got bronze, and in, they got in the hypothetical. They're at the least world make champions. Yourself using the manscaped. No, but I'm. In well, this, this was before. Dreamt up situation that's totally fictional. You're over here slicing and dicing, probably nicking them. Yeah. In all the wrong ways. Why don't you use a manscaped buzzer, the lawnmower 4.0? Well, that sounds pretty good to me. If you used a manscaped brand, you could yeah. probably take home the gold. So I'm saying. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, as they as, as they did. The, the world champions. Ceramic uses sec- ceramic technology um, on these buzzers to protect you, so you don't Ooh. get nicked. Also. Has a 400K LED spotlight with an on and off um, when needed a more precise shape. Yo, I had lighting too at my in my business. You had a flash. I, yeah, I brought <laughs> I brought some I brought some rave lighting, some mobile rave lighting. Uh huh. And and a pair of <laughs> a big <laughs> pair of scissors, a big pair of scissors. How big? Uh, like well, novelty store. Let's yeah, like the kind they use to like, open up like a new business when they cut the ribbon. Yeah. Ceremonial scissors. Yes, that is okay. Well, depending on the size of the mound, <laughs> I I'd really love to move beyond mound in, in yeah. these ads. That word is disgusting. Well, that's it's and you can chop off. You can tra- get that mound real tiny. The little oh. man with the manscaped. <laughs> you know. Otherwise, you can go to you can you can hit me up. I'll come to your house with with some rave lighting and a and a nice pair of scissors, and I'll get to work myself. Uh, but or it sounds like a better alternative might be going to manscaped.com, and you you can get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code but still at manscaped.com. Yeah, go check it out. They got the lawnmower 4.0. They quite frankly they have a bunch of stuff going on there. They have other things besides this. So manscaped.com, <laughs> use the promo code but still. How do you like LA? What's it? I mean, you're mentioning before, like it's probably like a weird adjustment from the road. Well, yeah, but like deal with the fuckery. I came here like to edit in the first place. I've been kicking it here since I was 16 or 17, but I came here to edit after I signed the Tim and Eric deal because their office is over in Glendale. So I wanted to live nearby so I could use their computers because you can't have an iMac when you live in an RV. Like you just like can't do much but edit like short videos. And if we're working with giant video files, I had to be over there 24 seven working with those guys and the absolutely team, like making sure we got the right shit going. So I moved here to edit, but right when I pulled up, hella people like showed me a bunch of love off the bat. Like my homie Urban, who does this brand, Hot Fire, Sita, fucking Lee Spielman, a bunch of people, uh, Theo Vaughn, like even Ali, oh. like they all showed me love like yeah. right when I pulled up my first month and it was like, damn, Jonah Hill fucking gave me his agent and like his entertainment lawyer to like, to like make sure I wouldn't get fucked over. Yeah. So, but when I first got here, I was like, I'm set up here. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it wasn't so much that I came like to network, but just so happens that like a lot of cool ass people live here. For sure. I'm not trying to be out in New York either, you know? No, no, no. In New York, everyone's trying to look all grimy all the time. Uh-uh. I hear everyone's grimy trying to look rich all the time. That's why I fuck mm. with it. You know what I mean? In New York, you okay. got motherfuckers from Connecticut dressing like they just rolled out of a trash can. <laughs> I can't deal with that because I'm, right. I'm from the inner city. Right. I, I just can't deal with that like aesthetic appropriation shit. Yeah, it drives me crazy. It turns me into a super negative person. Well, there's, I mean, you're gonna, fi- you do find, well, you do find a lot of uh, privileged people in LA who kind of do flaunt their privilege. 
Like, Which is hella... Think, f- I fuck with it. You like that? If you are rich, I want you to do rich, funny shit all the time. <laughs> okay. Instead of moving to a fucking, like... Instead of, like, lower income neighborhood, you know, class. being secretly rich. Right. Cutty rich is all bad. Yeah. yeah. Being, being rich is not bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you live in the okay. Palisades of Beverly Hills, bro, you should rent a Tesla every day, fucking rent a Bugatti every day, put messages in the sky every time you want to get a girl's number. <laughs> do your thing. I fuck with it. Right. Don't move to Echo Park and pull that bullshit. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why I fuck with LA is because at least people try it as hard as they can to look wealthy. It's hilarious. Yeah. What are the yeah. worst, what, best and worst around the country? Like, Cities? I mean, yeah, like where would you... Where do you live? You could live anywhere, and like, where's the worst place you've been? Oh, I can tell you top five and bottom five. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Top mm. five. I'm just gonna say like the whole Bay Area. I know it's got its problems and it's unaffordable, but just culture wise and experience, it's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. New York, uh, L.A. <sighs> I'm gonna just say all of Florida as an experience. Okay, <laughs> just all of it. Yeah, because North Florida, South you can't Florida, pick much one different. Spot. It has to be the whole state. Because like, isn't Even, it like North Florida is like the South? And South Florida yeah. is like Cuba. Yeah, but then Central say, right? Central Florida. I mean, they're, the like, Florida Georgia line is fucking horrible. Like right. Ocala and Jacksonville and, and Gainesville. You don't want to be up there. Right. But you go. I'm talking anywhere from like Tampa and St. Petersburg down like Miami Key West. That sh- I, I just kind of like it down there. That and then number five would probably be like uh, just like Philly. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Bottom five is cool. Bottom five is going to be number one. Dallas is the worst city in the world. Uh, why is that it's just the most bland overpopulated soulless aesthetic free fucking shit zone okay two phoenix similar layout to dallas but hotter and more fucked uh three yeah i canceled the canceled the show in phoenix hell yeah you did third worst city uh jacksonville florida fourth interesting (laughs) fourth i'm gonna go with san antonio texas and then fifth, I'm gonna probably just go with the uh, oh, why San Boston, Anto- Massachusetts? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Wait, why San Antonio? It just sucks, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay, what was I, your worst? I was I in San Antonio, a- dude. I was trying to sleep in my RV, and these fucking weird like middle school football players. This is real shit. Started pile driving and like tabletopping the RV while oh, I was sleeping sounds, in it. Well, that sounds pretty specific yeah. to to your myopic you know what it's like to wake San up San to fifteen. Like fucking thirteen year old kids running full speed in your RV with well, like yeah, helmets on. That's happening in San Antonio all the time. It's happening every day. It's happening right now. They're running They're like, rampant around. Yeah, there. you guys, you guys. Uh, it's yeah. San Antonio is probably the fourth worst city because every time you go, a bunch of thirteen year old <laughs> football players ram your RV. This is always happening in San Antonio to everyone. <laughs> I know it's anecdotal. <laughs> Honorable mentions for other best cities: Albuquerque, El Paso. Salt Lake City is pretty dope. I just like yeah. the American West overall. You like Flagstaff? Flagstaff is pretty good. Yeah, pretty nice. I like Flagstaff, but there's too much STEM shit going on there. Mm. All the scientist families are fucking creepy as shit. <laughs> you know? But, okay, regions. Yeah. I, I, I would say, like, regions. Like, best regions is, like, Southern California, uh, yeah. the Pacific Northwest, the uh, inner East Coast, South Florida, then, yeah. like, West Texas and shit. Worst right. regions is Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, the okay. greater Midwest, the Chicago yeah. area, greater Boston. Oh, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. where bro, I'm from. Look, dude, I know there's Chicago people out there, but you got to admit, Chicago and Atlanta are just like, you got to know the right people. You got to. Oh, yeah, I like Chicago as a city. But you, you're from there. You know the best people there. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like pulling up. like Pulling up. Yeah, Best sure. cities to pull up. Best cities saying. to pull up to. Yeah. I can't speak to the quality of people. It's kind of fun to pull up to Atlanta. A little like bit. Knowing, you don't have to know anybody. I've pulled up to Atlanta not knowing anyone. 
and had a good time. I was stuck in Atlanta for like all of December and January filming the movie. So maybe I'm a little bit biased because mm. it was like mid-COVID. I, I yeah. respect Chicago a lot as a city. I'm just saying I the mean, suburbs, it, so. it's got the worst suburbs for sure. I mean, I'll, how do you rank suburbs? Yeah, because like, aren't all suburbs kind of yeah. homogenous and culturally desolate? Not in uh, LA. Mm. I like the Chicago suburbs. Which one's your favorite? I don't know. I mean, there there's not favorites, but I mean, I grew up there, so it's like. Well, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> man. Yeah, I mean, I guess like it's like. You're here yeah. though. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to stay there. Obviously, it's pride. Like I'm from Seattle, and I fucking hate Seattle. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but you still rep it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not, yeah. What's the worst trip you've been on f- via the show? Like, what was like? Was there anyone that was particularly fucked up? I think that uh, the leg. From Omaha to Lansing, Michigan, where we waited two weeks in Lansing, Michigan, for the uh, Michigan militia to have their second capital storming. Oh my god! Which oh my didn't god. happen because it got rained out. It was pretty bad. We were at the Homewood Suites out there eating like bugles and fucking airheads all day. Oh god, it was terrible. Oh, also, man. the worst stretch of highway in America is I seventy five in between Macon, Georgia, and Gainesville, Florida. It's like four hours long through like Georgia Farmville. Oh, I was. I would is. actually raise you and say that the stretch um i have to look up what highway it is but it's like around nebraska there's like this dead zone where it's just only farms for a solid four to five hours if you're driving Mm -hmm. across the country brutal probably a similar thing but yeah i I have a soft spot for nebraska because whenever covid hit i was in austin right and i was planning to go to cancun for spring break and you remember that two-week like no man's land period where it was like is, are things gonna close down or is this like a quick thing Mm -hmm. then the nba shut down their season and I remember one day I went to 6th Street one night in Austin, and mm-hmm. it was packed. Next night, like, boards on the windows. Oh, boy. So I was like, yeah. fuck it. I hop in my RV. I go to North Texas, to Denton, which is a cool-ass college town near Dallas. Closed. Keep going. Oklahoma. Closed. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm looking for a week for one bar to go to. I was drink, <laughs> drinking very heavily at this point. And so everything's closed, and I get to Omaha. Or mostly like, just drinking in the R- – what are you drinking in the RV? It's uh, like – Modelo and like Jameson. Okay. <laughs> and okay. so I finally get to Omaha and I'm like, fuck, I found this like rickety bar and I had been looking for a bar for a month, literally idling in the middle of the country. Like while the, I was like by myself with my ex-girlfriend in like the middle of middle America while like the country was shutting down. I was trying to find whatever pockets were open. I had like a shot and a beer and I like actually like cried a tear of happiness. I was oh my like, God. life still <laughs> goes on. And that was the last bar I went to for like five months. Oh my God. Of quarantine. I had to go home to Seattle. That is wild. But you've, I mean, I was asking you off pod, like, situationally, if there was like a least or a a terrible situation, you said they've all been good in their own way. But like, I I mean, that's, you haven't done one segment where you're like, man, like this is, maybe we shouldn't have done this one. Uh, Like like frat shit can always get uh, super Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like when I covered the uh, University of Alabama versus LSU game. Those Southern Conference games were super crazy. And I was in Tuscaloosa, which is where Roll Tide Alabama is, mm-hmm. and they lost. And so I was like covering like the re- the fans' reactions mm-hmm. to losing. And mm-hmm. they were just drunk and sad as fuck and everyone's trying to take the mic and Oh, cuz they're coming in aggro, coming out of the stadium aggro and right. fucking pissed. Already blacked out, been drinking since 1 p.m. It's 8 now. It's fucking freezing cold, you know. Yeah. Just college I guess because Did that like, video come out it was on Patreon for all guys, no breaks. Oh, okay. it's because dude, frats have like no concept of consequences. 
Like yeah. the du- frat dudes, yeah. can, they feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want. And fighting is so normalized. Like in real life, if you fight in the street, you can go to jail for assault. A long time, yeah. yeah. Like fighting is serious as fuck. Real but it's life. so normalized in college shit. And just like right. have a fight. And no one really gives a fuck unless you really yeah. beat someone up or they're like the Dean's son or something. Yeah. So to them, it's like they see me, another white guy who's pretty big, and they're like, it's open season for like some kind of wrestling situation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's just yeah. like there's no sense of personal space with those guys. Right. Yeah. What's like the gnarliest thing you've witnessed in person with your own eyes on these things? Uh, I mean, probably just when this the autonomous zone in Seattle was collapsing and there was like fatal shootings. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah you were in. You yeah. were there when it happened. So the way that these autonomous zones works, and the way that Cal Anderson, where I grew up, two blocks from Chop, like that Capitol Hill. I'm from yeah. Capitol Hill, like whole life basically. Right, and before it was like kind. Of, now it's pretty gentrified, and I mean, it, the gentrification started in 2014. Uh, yeah. when Amazon moved their corporate campus to downtown Seattle. They right. bought up all the real estate in Capitol Hill and built quick, uh, metallic, you know, Swedish-looking apartments for their workers. Yeah. I used, to, I, I used to live in a house on the hill, bro. Oh, wow. It's not like apartments. Like, the hill was tight-knit back in the day. Yeah. And it, it was a gayborhood. Now it is not a gayborhood at yeah. all. It's like UW frat kids and, like, creepy Amazon fucking dudes and, like, yeah. weird shit going on. So... In a way, there was a lot of elements of gentrification at CHOP itself. It, it couldn't have happened in pre-gentrified Seattle, I'll tell you that. It just wouldn't have gone down. You yeah. Know what I mean? So what happened is like the first week from what I heard, shit went great. It was like a farmer's market. There was lots of workshops, and it was very functional. They had a security system, medics. It was really working well. Second week, it kind of became like Coachella. From what I heard, there was people from California coming in on the Greyhound bus or in caravans, huh. people spinning fire. Somebody set up an EDM stage and was having like a David Guetta-style dubstep concert, oh talking about like, shout out to George Floyd. Woo, woo, oh, my woo. God. Fucking going nuts. And like, mind yeah. you, COVID's going on like, during, during all of this too, right? Yeah. It's like in the middle of it, yeah. Dude, it's the, pretty early COVID, listen, yeah. The COVID-conscious yeah, like crowd makes right. an exception for protests. Never forget that. The same people to call yeah. you out for COVID that whole time are the first people to be like, we have to pull up 10,000 deep. It's a, right. It's a, it's a pick and choose for social gathering. Well, yeah, but then like the funny exception, I mean, EDM, the EDM booth at the CHOP, is, you could argue <laughs> yeah. that the George Floyd protests were worth catching COVID. Yeah. EDM booth. So week <laughs> one, week one, functional revolutionary left wing space. Week two, Coachella. As the partying started and really ramped up, so did the drugs. So then came like oh. a lot of the tweakers from the city, a lot of junkies and mm. shit were just like starting to use chop as a place to just shoot up in the open. So you started seeing like groups of like 50, 60 people just nodding out in the middle of oh, the God. shit. You know what I mean? And then like basically like when that happened everything started crumbling internally there was a lot of like cancellations of different uh prominent figures who were different streamers and organizers like some of the dudes were like working with the city and the the working with the police there was people taking money there was people getting exploited there was all kinds of peace police that were hired by the city to keep tabs things started crumbling there was infiltrators there was cancellations it started just the infrastructure started crumbling and then everything changed because when the, that was happening while the homeless people were coming in, and who came to serve the homeless people drugs? Gang members, yeah. drug dealers, all that. So most of the people who were organizing CHOP, a lot of the white, like higher educated academic people, won't even tell you what happened on the second and third weeks because they had left by then. But here's what happened. One section of the park was occupied by one gang from Seattle. The other part was occupied by another gang. I was living in a tent right there in between the zones, bro. I was waking up and seeing like 13-year-old kids with like fucking Tommy guns, like strapped up like some fucking warlords sitting on the benches. 
You know what I mean? Jesus. Crazy. So I'm there. How long were you staying there? I was there for two weeks in a tent. Okay. Up until the end of it. So basically what happened is like, you know, one night, you know, there's people beefing, setting off fireworks. I'm standing right there with my homies. Someone walks by me like this little kid, like shoots a fucking like Uzi in the air. And I guess just hit the corner and just sprayed somebody and like murdered them. Right. So that person died. Rest in peace to him. Uh, It was a gang related shooting, that kind of beef. And I remember the next day, you know, I went back to chop because I left that night. So I was like, I'm not trying to fucking stay there. There's cops, not cops in there, but on the outside. And this like white, like Antifa, like medic lady, like comes running out. She's like, don't go in there. I go, why? She goes, there's a gang war happening in there. And I look at her and I was like, name two Seattle gangs. Yeah. No, just name them. If there's a gang war happening, you know, I'm not asking you to snitch, but who are the parties involved? And she was like, I I don't know. You know what I mean? And I go back in. After that shooting, all the medics quit. All the security staff quit. Within three days after that shooting, it was like paradise lost. You know, the utopian idea of the chop didn't pan out and everybody was gone. And it was just like a fucking nightmare there. Almost no speakers, nothing. Just fighting, drugs, shooting. It became like a like a homeless encampment. You know what I mean? And yeah. then cops came, broke it up. What happened? That's fucking insane. Yeah. But, it, but you got to think about it in three weeks. That's the best way I think about it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like initial excitement, partying, and then right. what do we what do we do with this? And you met yeah. in person yeah, the I mean, guy we interviewed week, week one. I was like, who who books that? <laughs> like I was like yeah. week one. I was like, hey, yeah, maybe a. Uh, Maybe do a little uh, fun fun uh, show. Yeah. And then I mean, it was crazy. It was yeah. a good time to be alive, you know, but it's crazy that my home neighborhood is forever going to have that association. And you met James Madison, who we interviewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just like, I, I mean, I remember I like our friend was him. just yeah. like, dude, there's a guy walking around with a gun in Chop. And Lance, you get him on the pod, Lance, yeah. yeah. Lance, Lance Banks was up there? Yeah, Lance yeah. Banks was up yeah. there. I met Lance he, at, the Por- at the Portland protest. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and then we just like talked to him that one time or... Do we have him on twice or once? We had him on once. Once, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I fucking, you know. Uh, it was one of those things where it's like, I just had, you had to take your his word for it. He, right. Because he's like saying all this stuff. And for all strange. we know, he's like, I mean, I guess Lance did see him in person with a gun. Yeah, but I, I think afterwards, once once there was a shooting at CHOP. He left days later. I was like, yeah. right. Yeah. But he was not, he was, yeah, like he wasn't the guy. But then I had like a couple friends that were like, do you guys have like a guy who shot somebody like on <laughs> yeah you guys you guys have like a murderer on your podcast well, everybody was about it until it was a different shit guy, happened it's like bro it's there's there's shootings yeah. at cal anderson park every summer bro yeah and that shit didn't even didn't even happen in the autonomous zone it happened on the street over from it but right. that was enough for people to be like oh this is real it's like yeah bro if you want to really be autonomous you're gonna have to start doing shit that the city already fucking did yeah you gotta like start a public doing safety some autonomous shit. you know what i mean like uh, yeah. you know like oh yeah. fuck then you realize like, oh damn we kind of already had this infrastructure in the city of seattle so did they There's really problems with it obviously was but, it really know. autonomous like no yeah i was gonna say i whenever cop free though but yeah, I always just imagine it being like a farmer's market in terms yeah. of like some like fenced off area. But like I figured that the cops could come in anytime they wanted. Well, the problem is, yeah, OK, we did get the police defunded. Like Seattle did defund the cops. Right. But the culture of policing is still the same. In yeah. fact, they're actually more pissed off. I was in Seattle with a rental car a month ago. Right. Mustang. <laughs> I got at the airport. Fucking window gets smashed out. I call the police department. The dispatcher goes, yeah, like. We wish we could help you, but you know they they got us defunded and everything, so oh it's gonna God. take some time. Like it's fucked up because like you're right. taking away money from the same people. Yeah. So you're not really changing the culture of policing. It needs a full restructuring. 
Right. Yeah. Like police needs to, police needs to be like totally totally fucking reimagined. Yeah. Like so now yeah. it's now it's like yeah there's been no uh, restructuring. No. But they. Now they're just pa- they're just a little they're more passive it aggressive, that. super passive like, aggressive. Oh yeah, I guess I'll i you know yeah. go to your car. They go on Fox News crying, bro. Yeah, the Portland yeah. police chief. They have Portland police bureau officers all the time being like, "It's just so hard to go to work every day. Oh, I God. miss the money." <laughs> yeah, the whole Portland riot squad quit. Yeah, seven days ago, the entire Portland riot squad resigned. Wow. Like they're salty, dude. Like yeah. they're they're still the same cops. And even if you call it a public safety force and take their guns away, it's still gonna attract the same kind of personalities. Yeah. Who the hell course. wants to wake up and arrest people? Right. Yeah, like Yeah. So whether I don't know what to do there, but it's like man, it's fucking crazy. The whole this time has been nuts and now that COVID's ending, like if you notice advertising and marketing is just switching completely, like back to normal, right? We're supposed right. to just like not remember that shit. Yeah, no, like, everyone surreal. back out. You go to these bars in the city, like, whoa, we're back. It's like, bro, do you not remember what happened? What the fuck, we're not psychologically. Back. Yeah. It was so nuts, and it's like, a, for me, it feels like a big hole in my head, you know? Right. And it's like not filled, not and filled. we're just gonna move forward. But I'm like all discombobulated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody is. It's not just me, you know? It's yeah, like, a lot of people are kind of just sort of pretending <laughs> thing happens. Yeah, yeah I feel like I'm going weirder. fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I was like out you, there. It feels like you're the one person. Sometimes it feels like you're the one person that like remembers the dream. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. and nope, everybody is acting like it's not. But, you know, yeah. you were there. And the weirdest thing is that you were there in person for most of the. Yeah, so that's the craziest yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And Except people can't for- even see what I was there for because it's all for the movie. So it's like I've actually been on the f- on scene for everything for the past like fucking seven months. Can you say when the, the movie drops? Well, basically, right now, the movie is done. We're yeah. waiting on the studio executives to approve it, which and then it got has to get colored and scored all this shit. You've sure. done movies and stuff, right? Well, I just just recently. What do you guys know? Bit. How long after wrapping it normally yeah. takes? How long? A few months. Oh, I mean, I could could go for a really long time depending on the thing. There's a but it's not Spider Man Three, you know? It's not like no, really yeah, CGI. I mean, like a few it's months documentary, yeah, yeah, the coloring and shit. Yeah, but yeah. I'm glad we could talk about. I never really talk about Chop, you know, because it's so complicated, and it, depending on who you talk to, you get a different story. You talk to young Seattle heads, they're like, "Oh yeah, I was making hella money out there." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, then you talk to hella like, money, like, yeah, selling drugs, that type of shit, hustling, whatever. Right. And then you talk to like, you know, Evergreen State University grads who wear gas masks like out in public every day, and they're like, uh, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, it was just beautiful." And then you know, the the city ruined it. Yeah, it's so many different narratives right. happening at once, and that's the you know, I don't know. I, I guess people are scared that if they make a comment, and obviously, I am coming from a a, a different narrative too. I don't have the full story. Yeah, I mean, I've just always taken the approach of just like listening, you know, because yeah. it's like I'm trying to even understand what was right. going on out there. Yeah. It's one of the many bullet points of that last year where it's just like, it's like chop, you could almost forget that it happened. Yeah. Last well, year. now the neighborhood sucks. I'm not sure why. Like, Capitol Hill sucks now. No one even goes to Cal Anderson Park anymore. It's like it's haunted or something. Well, yeah, it is. Probably. Yeah, it's haunted. You know, a lot of people, di- people died there, you know? And like, uh, yeah, like fucking, I think there was this one homeless dude named Traveltron, traveling accordion player who like j- like jumped into like a vat of acid. He like prepared for himself. Like oh. what? Yeah, like a lot of dark oh, shit no. happened. Like at Chop, that like kind of gets swept under the rug. Like two people got killed. Sheesh. You know, but that had nothing to do with the org- the organization itself. <laughs> the acid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. so gnarly. And there, dude, the, the Chop leadership is so confusing, dude. Like when you. Based some a, a movement on decentralized leadership, that doesn't change people's like desire for power. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have the same power struggles with no titles, just people competing for influence. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, there's no director or president of CHOP. It's a decentralized, autonomous, anti-fascist movement. But there's obviously people who are sending out the shot calls, right? There's, there's people who send the green light to do different stuff. And I, I wonder about the effectiveness long-term, like decentralized activism. Dude, I'm fucking so excited for 2024, though. Oh, the next election? Oh, for, yeah. the next, for the next Why? What, one? Are you, what are your predictions? Uh, just all, just It's going to be so fun to cover. Like, I just watched how things evolve. Like, how, like, 2020 was such a crazy year. It's like, when we look back at it, like, what are we going to think about it? Like, expl- imagine yeah, explaining this to our kids. Like, yeah, who are they, who's going to run, you think? Yeah, like, who's going to fix this? I don't think Trump could run again. No. Like, because with the, I don't think he has, like. The cojones. Well, no, I think he, he does. He wouldn't want to lose. I, I think that, like, without the the platforms he, he had, I don't think he would. Oh, you don't think he could win again, is what you're saying? No, yeah. n- not without, you know, and yeah. he's been deplatformed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't think so either, yeah. Right. Joe Biden's going to step down, though. You think so? Just c- off of cognition shit. Yeah. He's fading. You guys seen him talk? Of course. Oh, we've been, I've, I was on this train... I, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I was saying this for for years, but yeah. especially recently, though. I mean, right. the, even the past month, you guys seem to be like whispering the other day. I mean, oh, he's been no. saying some senile <laughs> shit. Yeah, so it's going to be Cam- Kamala Harris president probably within a year. Yeah, oh, you think sense. he'll yeah. step down before twenty twenty four? Oh, he's going to step down soon, and then yeah, he's going to have so many gaffes, and just it's sad, dude. Watching people with dementia talk is sad. Yeah, yeah, like they're just like you've seen him. I've seen him sharp before. You know, even during the Obama era, like Joe Biden was like yeah. A, likable guy to right and now and it's they like, juiced yeah. him in like that last primary that last primary I want debate he, I, I wanted what they gave him yeah you know, like they they, some of that. they gave him some like 50, 50 <laughs> milligrams yeah they they gave him a yeah me embrace my nice dick little, uh, oh what yeah you don't have to get it from like baby blood it's uh Wait, what? Uh, please, they make me. adrenochrome like in a laboratory, and oh, Hamilton, yeah, yeah. Hamilton knew Morris that. knows how to get it. He's gonna oh, give it yeah. to me and Brace to do it, but oh, we wow. might die. We're gonna take a little bit to see if we get high. Oh man, what would it theoretically do to you? Apparently, it like does nothing. It does yeah. like caffeine. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm a guest next week on a uh, getting getting adrenochrome with getting Doug with adrenochrome. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> brace to be the guy to do it with. Getting getting brace with adrenochrome. Does that, that dude, man. He's sober, right? Brace. Yeah, but I feel like brace does is still like, like tweaked count? enough that he would still do it. That's like that doesn't count. That's, yeah, because it's not like it's so yeah. it's so obscure that it's not really even a drug. It's for fucking research purposes. You're gonna man. take a, a, it's not even a, it's not a drug yet. Like it's a fictional drug, right. basically. Well, that's the I, yeah. Who it doesn't get you fuck? high? Hey man, like, you don't know any anecdotal. What you don't know any? There, we don't have any friends that have done adrenochrome. Yeah. Do we? Uh, no, I don't think. I mean, are you friends? It's with not Tom like Hanks? a thing that people do. <laughs> it's not like a thing people do. It was just like added into the conspiracy theory. Yeah, right? there's but no, now, not really like a basis for it, is there? You guys are gonna do it. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, if Brace is down. I'll do it. Yeah, but what a dumb way to die. How could you die from it? Like, how's it work? I don't know, dude. Like. It's a powerful <laughs> chemical. You're like injecting it into your bloodstream. Oh, you inject it. Oh, I mean, no. It's liquid. Oh, you can, no. I imagine like a drink for some reason. Adrenochrome juice? Yeah. You oh, you get it at Intelligentsia in West Hollywood? Ah, uh, <laughs> Maybe man. don't do it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Brace is like... I, I'm surprised Brace is like... Of course, I guess Brace... Yeah, that makes sense. 
Brace is my dog. I guess it's Man, like I, I got so many people I fucking love out here. Yeah, it's Brace crazy. Lo- Brace oh, also, great. I'm about to start oh, doing segments for Jesus and Mero, the show in New York. Oh, oh wow. Amazing. That's gonna be I'm going out there in like four days to like do my first one. That's great. So they're going to announce that too. So I'm about to have two jobs. Grinding oh, yeah. over here. And I'm about to oh, launch okay. Channel 5 next month. And the movie's going to get announced. I'm gonna have That's a uh, big hot, time. I'm gonna have a hot boy July for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because this month, bro, I've been so the white boy summer. I've just been tired of motherfuckers coming up to me and telling me they feel bad for me. You know what I mean, dude? Like they're like, man, they really fucked you over with that contract. Like I know what it's like to be young and not know how to read and just yeah. sign your life away like an idiot. You know, it get fucked like, over. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like shut up, dude. Yeah. Everywhere I go, motherfuckers coming up to me at the bar. I think they're fans. They give me like a sad bro hug and they're they like, give you fuck, like two dollars. It's, it's fucked up how they did you. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. Bro, it yeah. happens every day. Like, someone's like, bro, get all puppy eyed and like get, oh, put man. their like head on my shoulder and be like, yeah. damn, homie. Well, yeah, it sounds like you're, yeah, you're, you're good. Well, yeah, anyway, so. you got to have a big, big summer coming up. Yeah, okay. This girl I've been chilling with who I kind of like texted me saying, a fortune teller lady just told me some insane shit. Okay. Oh, okay. No. What does that mean? What should I say? Because you know what the fortune teller lady must have said? Something like, you found your soulmate. Oh, oh, right. Well, why don't we find out? Okay. There's just only send, one thing to say. It's like what you said. Back what'd those you say? eyes. The, the, the funniest the, response would be like, "Damn, that's tight." What if? What like, if don't ask. Like, <laughs> the fortune teller said we can't talk anymore. No, it's obviously positive. She wants you to ask. The funny. The, yeah, you have yeah, two yeah. moves. You, you're supposed to ask. Mm-hmm. The funniest would be to be like, "Damn, that's cool," and like, don't even be curious. What I'm the super fortune curious. But you're yeah, very, we gotta find out. Very curious. Yeah. Well, you want this man to play games? Do you? I mean, she's playing games right now. If you ask me, but. She's going to fortune tellers. Yeah, what the heck? That's how you Let's know. Let's see. What, did you ask? I said, what does what does she say? Because maybe we'll get a response by the time. Yeah, by by the time this thing wraps up. Yeah. I see you guys got the studio phone here. It's a nice touch. Does I'm, it I'm actually, actually do anything getting, to the acoustics. <laughs> I'm actually getting new panels put in soon. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, this are, th- these are. Jack got these custom tables. No, this Jack is nice. made these tables. You you built the table, dude. COVID project That's by hand. Cool. These tables. Dude, honestly, I used to buy studio foam when I used to rap. There we go. And I feel, and I feel like it didn't do shit for me. Is that oh, it does is a your lot. rap really? Is, is is the music still online? Yeah, there's one song online. If you look up Trek Trek God T R E K G O D. Uh huh. Okay. One word. Two words. Trek God, the god okay. of trekking. Right. They used to walk everywhere. Oh sure. Mm. Yeah, bro. That makes sense. <laughs> Did we get yeah. a response? Well, that's that. That could oh be. Oh my god! She said she did my tarot cards and pulled the empress and emperor lovers card, and she said, "Are you pregnant?" <laughs> oh. oh shit! Oh wow! What the heck? Oh, she better go get a real test. Yeah, dude, for reals. I don't trust a fortune teller. Do you guys want to have a kid at some point in life? Yeah, yeah. I want to have a kid within like five years. Soon. Yeah. Why so soon? Yeah. Because it sounds fucking awesome. Dude. You ready to settle down? Imagine having like a little homie. Yeah, I know. I've been. Well, I've you're been the least made. settled down person I've ever met, dude. But if I if this if this movie pops, <sighs> then you're gonna want to chill. Well, because the thing is, you can you can have a kid if you have hella money. Yeah, and yeah. It won't, it's not gonna fuck up your life. If you're on the come up and you have a kid, but you want to be fucked. you want to be loyal. You want to be loyal. No, but no, but I'm saying yeah, like from a, wife. A, from a caretaker perspective. Yes. Like I feel like. Like when celeb when celebrities have kids, right? Right. They can just like go do fun shit, go out all the time, have a normal life because they can afford like a full time baby. Yeah, and their kids never get fucked up. Famously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like mid level, yeah, mid level. You yeah. want to be good. You want to be like a good dad. Right, but I'm not trying to be like be staying present. up all night with a kid crying. Like that's how it was with my parents. <laughs> so you're gonna have like a hired person to 
Yeah, fucking <laughs> Right? Like, all you need is like 100 racks to do that. Dude, and if the kid starts misbehaving, just fucking send him to some camp, like in like Utah or something. I don't know. <laughs> just, the, the kid's, okay, the kid's <laughs> not going to gonna know if you weren't the one who got fucking, was there for them when they were crying, right? Oh, I feel like they know. Oh, you're talking about like when they're a baby, that's, I baby. think that's the worst part. No, I think part that's of, like a formative thing. For yeah. you to be like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, you want to. Fuck. You're like, oh, I have to hold my son. Fuck. No, but like, you know, you want to. You know how much babies <laughs> cry, right? Yeah, you guys yeah. have seen Kevin Hart's new movie. I have. I mean, I'm familiar with how much movie. they cry. Wait, so that's one of the ten movies you've seen. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Hart's and that's new how movie? you know okay. how babies behave. I have a new girl. I have a new <laughs> girlfriend, and she's really cool. And we watched the Kevin Hart movie together. Oh, so that was the girl. Yeah, I've been seeing. So this girl. is a girl. You have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. What do you mean, yeah. kind of? Well, we just you might have a baby mom. We just started kicking it like three weeks ago. Okay. But she, you're calling her your girlfriend. I've been with her every day for three weeks straight. And you're not hooking up with anybody else. Nah. It would be you're funny. Not if a, she, you're not entertaining hoes. No, definitely not. It'd be yeah. funny if she got pregnant and like you had the son and then this is on record now. Your son the will announcement be like, no, nah, dude, I want to fucking hold him though. I don't want to <laughs> do any of that dumb shit. <laughs> Well, I'll you be know? there as fuck. I'll be the coolest dad in the world. Okay. I think I think this about myself. Tim well. Robinson has a son. Yeah, he's a really good dad. He's a you know, he lives a very low key lifestyle. <sighs> Dude, this is a fucking scary text. What's she saying now? Just nothing. She's just like, well. That's maybe keep that off pod. No, it's not. No, it was just like more. She's like, I wonder if that guy I was like, oh, oh my god. You dude, better get a whatever, test. Whatever. Yeah, I'm sure someone will watch this and be like, don't trip, bro. What? She probably didn't even go to one. Oh, fake fortune teller. Do you think that would happen? No, she's not She's not that evil. The thing to do that I've done before is if you ever have to be in a fortune teller situation, just like agree with everything they guess and see where they go. Right. Be like, how old are mm-hmm. you? Be like, where well, you're like 18? Be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just like keep <laughs> going. Because like, then oh. they, they start, they, they like start writing this like narrative of your life and then make mm-hmm. all these predictions. And if you start, yeah. if you agree with the first thing that's wrong, like then they'll start making all these other assumptions. Oh, and then you, their whole ruse is. This, this is fucking because I've been having baby fever. Really? Yeah. yeah, dude. I don't know why. I see babies. So yeah. maybe they're I'm actually like, right. I, I guess I, I've I've hung out with like two dads this week, and I've kind of been having that recurring thought of like I I should be a dad. I see I'd a baby a and cool I'm like, dad. fuck, I want that baby. Not that one specifically, but yeah. I want to have my own. Do you think dad. I'd be a good dad, Jack? Not right now. What about one day? Any, yeah, yeah, dude, I think you'd be You're a very, superhero. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be a really good dad. Yeah, you'd be a good dad. Everyone's yeah. dad is such a superhero. Like, I think you'd be a good dad. To me? Yeah. Thank you. I think I would be too. At well, what yeah. age did you realize your dad couldn't like beat up any other dad? <laughs> uh, probably around the time when I realized I could beat him up. Really? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know how much I thought that though. I was more like I. People were always. I was always hearing from the kids who were like, my dad has a bazooka and he's going to kill you. A bazooka? That's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, he's got a bazooka. Yeah. Is your dad a baseball player? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's such a random question. <laughs> this is my, one of my favorite uh, baseball pitchers was the Phillies closer in the bullpen. His name was Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner, oh. did he have one hand? No, man. There's a, there's a Wagner <laughs> picture with one hand. I forget. Like in the there's majors? There's yeah. Wagner, who's a baseball legend. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so there's a reason for asking. I thought you were just randomly checking. Because <laughs> like, hey, you look really <laughs> strong, homie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like, yeah, that sounds like you were like flirting. Like, like, like a pickup artist Yeah, routine? like some, some kind of weird thing where you're like, you say something that's like kind of disorienting, oh, dude. and you're like, hey, what's up? I'm Andrew. I'm getting super dizzy right now, guys, from this cold brew. 
Oh, boy. oh yeah, we got it. I think we'll we got this one. We, we got to shut it down. All right. anyway. I'm shutting down. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. You're you want to plug anything guys. before you go? Oh yeah, watch my pickup artist bootcamp video. It comes out in like two days. Also, I'm gonna come back on this shit after the movie comes out. If you guys please do, yeah, please, That's please do. Big big press time. Absolutely. All right. Thanks All right. for coming on. Love y'all. But.